Welcome to Wallowing in the Shallows, the podcast that skirts the perilous drop-off of a deep dive into television and movies. We are academic nerds aspiring to become TV and movie geeks. There are no spoiler guards in the shallows, so listen at your own risk. This week, join us for a wallow and a Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 2 rewatch. Hello, peeps, and welcome to Wallowing in the Shallows. This is Tori. And Rebecca, and we're watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 2, Episode 3, School Hard. <laughs> School should be hard. <laughs> Maybe not a, I need to axe hard, but it should be hard. The fire axe comes into play again it does it does i couldn't help thinking about our discussion from season one mm -hmm. about the availability of the axe but hey you know Me you too. thought they would have learned and maybe locked that thing up better but nope we're gonna need mm -hmm. it for another episode so let's make sure the we just repaired the glass <laughs> yep oh well but we get ahead of ourselves do you have a summary for me? I do. Okay. There are some new vamps in town. In School Hard, we find Snyder forcing Buffy and Sheila, a young woman who is vying with Buffy to be Sunnydale High's most delinquent student, to host parent-teacher night. Our new vampires, Spike and Drusilla, arrive in Sunnydale with a bang, only to find the vampires, led by the Anointed One, getting ready for St. Vigis. The night the vampires will be at their most powerful. Spike informs the annoying one that he'll kill Buffy. <laughs> After all, he's already killed two slayers. What's one more? Spike stalks Buffy at the bronze, where he informs her that he is going to kill her on the night of St. Vigis. We learn from Angel that Spike is a vicious killer, which is reinforced when Spike abducts Sheila and feeds her to Drusilla. Parent-teacher <laughs> night is trashed. When Spike and a gang of vamps that include Sheila attack the school where Buffy's mom has just finished meeting with Principal Snyder. Giles sends Xander to get Angel to help repel the vamps while Buffy starts knocking them off one by one. Mm -hmm. We learn that Angel is Spike's sire when Angel tries to fake being evil. Buffy and Spike fight, but a surprise fighter takes out Spike, saving Buffy. Returning to the vamp lair, the annoying one tries to extract some penance from Spike who promptly throws him into a cage and then into sunlight, thereby ending the run of the Anointed One. A.K.A. Annoying One. A.K.A. Damien. A.K.A. Colin. Yes. <laughs> creepy. A.K.A. Creepy Colin. Yes. So <laughs> we are introduced here to Spike. Spike. I love yes. Spike and Drusilla. I don't love Drusilla yet, but uh, I like Spike already. Yeah. His so little, we'll see. It's funny because he's often compared to Sid Vicious. Uh, you know who what? that is? Nope. He is the lead, or was, the lead singer of, oh crap, the name of the band just went out of my head, but they sang Anarchy in the, U in the UK. Okay. Sex Pistols. Jesus, Tori. Oh, okay. 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 But James Marsters, who plays Spike, said he wasn't really drawing on Sid Vicious for inspiration, but Johnny Billy Rotten. Billy Idol? Oh. No, Johnny Rotten. He does look like Billy Idol, though, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he definitely has those vibes. 
but he's like the behavior wise was drawing on Johnny Rotten. Okay. I don't know who that is either, but. (laughs) (laughs) But I believe you. Okay. Well, Johnny Rotten was also with the Sex Pistols. Okay. Okay. So right band, wrong person. Right. Correct. Inspiration. Okay. Correct. Okay. I'll do a little Googling later. (laughs) The Sex Pistols, you know, forerunning that punk rock scene out of the the UK in the 70s. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes, I I have heard the name Sex Pistols. (laughs) Yeah, there's a good movie. Actually, Gary Oldman's in it. Oh, I love Gary Oldman. And it's just called Sid and Nancy. It is so good. And there was this one New Year's Eve where my friend Blonda's house. And of course, we were all drunk off our asses back when we were in our 20s during our party days. Mm -hmm. And she does. She got all dressed up like Nancy from Sid and Nancy and does this did this really cool imitation. Like, I look like fucking Barbie. (laughs) Anyways. If you ever do see the movie, that will make sense and it will be really funny to you. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll just tuck it away. Tuck it away for now. Yes. But so I think this is a super important episode, right? Because we get Spike and Drusilla and we get rid of the annoying one. Yes. Yes. That is big. And that now you know big. where I got the annoying one from. Yes. I just couldn't tell you before. I wanted to give credit to Spike, but I couldn't. Oh, well, well done. Yes, yes. And I loved it. I did take note immediately when he said it. (laughs) Ah, this is where Tori stole that from. Mm. It's not an original. (laughs) I thought it was pretty clever, but uh, here it is. There it is. So beginning of this episode, Snyder's really coming in hot. And (laughs) with his judge jury executioner line. I mean, Flutie was definitely the more principal type, and yes. Snyder is not. Not exactly. I had to wonder if Snyder's talking to Buffy and Sheila, who were introduced to, mm-hmm. and we learn to stab the horticulture teacher with a trowel. Mm-hmm. I couldn't help but thinking, does Sunnydale High have like a tech program? <laughs> Good question. Because our school didn't. You had to actually go out to the vocational high school if you wanted to take any kind of tech program. There was definitely shop at my high school. Well, yeah, we did have that. But that, okay. was, that was a required course for most of the boys, right? Mm. Um, or maybe it wasn't required. They just took it. But anyways, they, we had a vocational high school that... Yeah four different counties sent students into if they wanted and you could learn a vocation (laughs) you know i don't think we had vocational high schools well you know where i'm from is pretty rural Mm -hmm. so a lot of people went into more trades trades yes thank you i was trying to think of the right word and so so they would go there instead of completing their high school education at the at the regular high school it's probably a good option. Yeah, I think so. For a lot of students, it worked really well. Mm-hmm. People are not one size fits all. That is true. Okay, so anyway, yeah, Sheila's giving Buffy a run for her money with Snyder's disciplinary attention. And 
I don't know, man. Sheila did not care. And we see she continues to not care up until mm-hmm. she's even turned into a vampire. Mm-hmm. But Buffy is taking this very seriously. I I can't believe Snyder gives her no credit for how well she handled all this and still bringing up the burning down the high school. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even this high school. Right. And Cordelia is the one that drove her car into the school to the library. <laughs> I mean, where's where's her detention? And then he's still like, I need to talk to your mother, you know, giving her no no leeway for pulling off this parent teacher thing with the plomb. Yeah. Anyway, the actress playing Sheila. I was like, whose niece is she? Mm. Because I was like, I'm supposed to believe that she's a quote unquote bad girl. Yeah. I thought go back to acting classes <laughs> and retake method acting. <laughs> well, she doesn't and, last long. No, she doesn't. So at least it's just the one episode. Mm-hmm. But I should I shouldn't be so harsh. I couldn't do it. I couldn't get in front of a camera and act. I can do well, it with a few students in a classroom, but it's totally different if it's being yeah. for posterity. Give, your, give yourself some credit. It's not <laughs> like you. Yeah. You you don't and, have the public speaking issue. Yeah. And she was doing one of the things that annoys me the most. It makes me clench my teeth. Oh. She was chewing gum with her mouth open. Mm, not good. I, I that makes me cringe oh i hate it i hate when people open or eating with their mouth open any food yes Yes. (laughs) can't stand it yes well sheila's really blown it so yes do you have anything to say about that opening scene with sheila anything else with sheila and buffy no no i covered it (laughs) yeah it was mostly about my irritation irritation with the gum chewing fair wide open yeah wide open Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have I have a note. Xander is never thinking. I don't know exactly what that is in referring to. Oh, I think it's the jinx. Oh, yes. That's absolutely what it is. Yes, mm-hmm. when they're freaking out. And I think, yeah, my next comment is, does Xander carry a valise? Because, like, his <laughs> little book bag is like this leather, I don't know, kind of valise. <laughs> He was ahead of his time with his man bag. <laughs> I guess he really was. And we quickly say goodbye to the Sunnydale enjoy your stay sign, which I first thought was enjoy your sleigh. <laughs> but I rewound it. And and I, I, I immediately, when Spike got out of the car, I said, I think this is Spike. I remember him. <laughs> yes. Yes. Love Spike. Home sweet home. Oh, I mean, this Drusilla and Spike really, for me, kind of make, well, and one other person who we're going to be introduced to soon, they really make the season. I think there's such amazing additions as recurring characters to this cast. Well, I definitely like Spike. Yeah. Not, I'm, I, I'm not sold on Drusilla yet, but I'll give her some time. Um, yeah, I, but... you will. You will be. Okay. Okay. Looking forward to it. That was my Yoda imitation, by the way. Nice. <laughs> you, will, you will be. Nice. That that was even better. That was better. 
Saint, what is it? Vigius? Yeah, Vigius, Vigius. I think I might Vigis. have just seen Vigius, but. Vigius. Yeah. Not a real saint. <laughs> no, I did look too. I was like, it's real. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that came up was in context with Puffy the mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And quick, quick question. Yes. Why would vampires care about the crucifixion? It seemed like a big deal that that guy said. When I kill her, it'll be the greatest event since the crucifixion. And I should know I was there. You were there. Please. If every vampire who said he was at the crucifixion was actually there, it would have been like Woodstock. I was like, what What would they... I don't know. Just evil. I I don't I don't quite know why that was significant. Maybe it was just to prove how old he was. Because mm, I'm sorry, well, I don't think fair. any vampire would have been comfortable at the crucifixion with because it wasn't just Jesus up on the cross. If no. you're a Christian, right? There were multiple people being crucified that day, so there would have been a whole lot of crosses mm-hmm. up on that hill. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think any vamps would have been comfortable there. Yeah. Well, and you do bring up a point that would a cross have frightened them or been, was this the event that made the crosses holy, right? Be, I mean, yeah. Right? It is. Yeah. Because yeah. before that, did the cross, cross mean anything to vampires? I mean, vampires have been around since before then, I'm assuming. Clearly, because that guy was at the crucifixion. So interesting. (laughs) I wonder if I wonder if any that were there were suddenly like ran away, you know, like, whoa, we got to watch out for these things now. I don't know. Yeah, Like, oh, why do I feel like my skin is burning? Yeah. Yeah. What's different today? (laughs) Yeah, totally. You're that anointed guy. (laughs) Spike (laughs) Spike is really coming in hot here. There must be some special vampire news organization. Yes. Because they just knew about the anointed one. He's read about where he was. And I don't know, vampire telegraph, vampire carrier pigeons. I don't know. And did you at all get the feel just the way Colin was sitting there in his little black ensemble, including turtleneck, I believe. Mm -hmm. He looked like a kid that's getting posed for pictures at like JC Penny. <laughs> you know, remember, did your parents yes. ever take you somewhere to get your pictures taken? Yes. And well, just yes. his little his little hands were like crossed on mm-hmm. top of each other. Mm-hmm. He was sitting on top of some mysterious box. And well, we, we only ever see him sitting until Spike, of course, picks him up. Rosen, and I know yeah. why. Oh. Because, I mean, one of the reasons they write the anointed one out in this episode and bring in a new big bad, Spike and Drusilla, is because the actor that was playing Colin, Andrew Fairchild, I think, or something like that, he had grown up too much. He'd gotten too tall Mm -hmm. and they wanted to keep the anointed one a younger person. So they decided to write him out. And instead of recasting, and they made him sit through that whole episode because they didn't want people to really realize how tall he had gotten. Okay. 
I was afraid you were going to say the actor had been in an accident and could no longer walk. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. No. Well, I'm glad that's the reason. It just like, just like Bran from Game of Thrones. It's like, good God, what happened to you? Oh, yeah. Some years have passed. You've grown up. <laughs> yeah. I just, I do like this scene because you start to find out pretty quickly that Spike is really going to add something to the show. I mean, he's throwing out British insults like Nancy Boy and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I just, I really, really like that. Yeah, Drusilla seems a little touched. That's a good word. Yeah. I was just going to use crazy, but touched is good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, just a little. And we eventually find out why. Okay. So, and I mean, they kind of allude to the reason for them being in Sunnydale because in in a scene. She wasn't well. Right. She wasn't well in Prague. Correct. Yeah, I do. I I, I want to give you props or I want to at least acknowledge that the first time I saw Buffy and they introduced Drusilla, I wasn't all that crazy about her. Okay. But I now love Drusilla. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm open to it. I'm open yeah. to it. Yeah. I think you're going to, to enjoy that character. It might take a few episodes, but I think you'll get there. I definitely believe it. Because Juliet Landau, who plays Drusilla, knows yeah. how to do crazy. Okay. Very good. <laughs> Although I did have to wonder, can a vampire get cold? Right. When she's like, Spike, I'm cold. Yeah. I was like, how did she get cold, man? No blood to begin with. That's right. Got to be used to it. Right. But I do love those two actors together. James Marsters and Juliet Landau have really great chemistry. Nice. Nice. Okay. Well, I I immediately enjoyed Spike. So Mm -hmm. I am open to enjoying Drusilla. Mm -hmm. It's a cool name. I'll give her that. Yeah, it is. All right. So let's uh, move up, move on to the next scene. Yeah. Buffy's bedroom. Joyce is really laying it on. I wrote, well, I mean, I wrote down what she said. What I don't want is to be disappointed in you again. And I just wrote, in big letters ouch it was almost like the nightmare conversation with the dad it was except it was real i yeah. really thought wow i mean how much trouble has buffy gotten into since you i mean i just really feel like mm-hmm. old crimes were being brought up here yeah and she's been doing pretty well cutting some classes okay i'll give you that right. i don't know what all the fights are about Uh, anyway whatever i was not happy with joyce at this point in the episode she was so harsh yeah but this is also the episode where that relationship starts to change a little bit yes yes i did like the i liked the end joyce but not this joyce Mm -hmm. i was trying to think i don't think our schools ever relied on us to tell our parents about parent teacher conferences no No, i don't i don't believe that was the truth i think they got letters yeah yeah although it sounds like sunnydale high did send out a letter because joyce it's true something in the mail yeah did you notice in the little secret drawer that buffy opened you know it was the usual stuff holy Mm -hmm. water Mm -hmm. crucifix a few steaks there also looked like there were some kind of brass knuckles with little claws on the end. Of them. 
She's, I think their budget has increased this year, and so they've expanded oh. Buffy's weapon repertoire. Okay, okay. Anyway, thought that was interesting. <laughs> because, uh, I mean, they got rid of the damn communion wafers. Yeah, which, what are you going to do, though? Throw those at them? Stuff them down <laughs> somebody's throat? I don't know. I guess they figured out, well, you know, the communion wafers, uh, while holy and sacred, are just really not doing a whole lot. So let's yeah. uh, get some brass knuckles with claws on them. Yeah, why not? Yeah, something that might actually work. Okay, well, that uh, did you have any more about Buffy and her mom's no, conversation? It really is. I mean, you made the same observations I did. Joyce was just super, super harsh. Yeah, and you just have to keep wondering at that point, right? I mean, we know it happens, but why? Why do you continue to be so hard on her? It's not like she's creating a whole lot of trouble. She hasn't burned anything down. Mm-hmm. So, but let's go back to school. Which, by the way, from the exterior, Sunnydale High, This it's not a show that I watch very often, but Sunnydale High really reminds me of the school from 90210. <laughs> That's because it is. Is it the same one? Yes. You're kidding me. No. Good catch. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I did not really watch that show, but I was like, wow, that school looks familiar. <laughs> I saw a few episodes. I have to admit, I, I watched that pretty religiously. That oh. is wild that it Good is the catch, same though. school. That's awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, that is that is something I didn't look up to verify. Mm -hmm. I, th mm -hmm. I thought for sure I was wrong. Mm-hmm. My goodness, the bronze, the fish tank, how many bars that allow minors in exist in this town? Yeah. Where and were those when I was them. growing up? Well, if Sheila is as bad as they're trying to portray. Probably has a fake ID. Correct. Yeah. yeah but I still right. laugh. Oh, I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> you couldn't have found somebody that could do that better? That is why I'm like, whose niece is she? I gotcha. It's not like, even daughter niece niece yeah <laughs> my sister called me and i gotta put her kid in an episode yeah. what can i put her in we have come to my trivia question okay so calendar does a clever little quip to rupert and chastises him a bit and says he really has to read something published after and gives a date Yep. Or a year, rather. Okay. What is that year? 1066. Nice. Now, that's the trivia question. You've right. succeeded. You got it. What really stuck out to me is what is the significance of 1066? Isn't 1066 when William the Conqueror arrived in Britain? Oh, my gosh. You were knocking out of the park. The Norman <laughs> Invasion. Da, 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 da. And what I thought was so clever about Calendar's reference here mm -hmm. is, do you know the significance in the English language of the Norman invasion? That's not the Great Vowel Shift. That's later, right? Well, it is considered the change from Old English to middle english oh okay and i i don't know exactly the development 
of the great vowel shift, but I definitely think that's part of it because of this French influence. So this lifting and fronting of the vowel. So I think maybe it is. Well, now I but have don't to... quote me on that. The great, but it is de- it definitely it definitely is the year. I mean, not not it was more an evolution than a revolution here, but it's it it marks the end of Old English and the beginning of Middle English. Ah, and so I thought that was cool that she picked a significant year because Old English and I know he reads all sorts of languages, but at least right. in English, that's a gigantic change, right? I mean. Trying to read Beowulf is like trying to read German, whereas trying to read Chaucer, sure, it's tricky, mm-hmm. but you can you can catch some words. Mm-hmm. And the is it the orthography? The the letters are all you know are right. all familiar. Right. In my first linguistics class, it was actually in the English department, not in anthropology. I had to transcribe Beowulf oh, using wow. linguistic notations and then read it out loud in front of the class oh my gosh that sounds very very hard it was like quam blah 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 i don't yeah. remember it, <laughs> yeah. it was nerve-wracking to say the least yeah it's <sighs> very hard and i have forgotten all the old english that i translated then yeah transcribe yeah. excuse me so well, well, well done. You not only got my trivia question, but the additional trivia that I was hoping to impart. <laughs> well, you know, I'm a little bit of an Anglophile, as you are as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Although, if if it was, I thought I would hands down. I would say you would beat me on all the Shakespeare stuff. Wow. But some of the history pieces, I, I I think I could give you a good run for your money. I think I think you definitely could. <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt of that. <laughs> well, my trivia question was also from this episode, but you already said what the answer to my trivia question was. Oh. Which was what was the name of the rank bar that Sheila went oh. to? And you already mentioned the fist fish tank, so nice nice okay i'll take it i'll take it did you catch what was on willow's shirt no scooby oh my gosh that's perfect it's like the first real reference to them as the scooby gang i mean i know when people talk about season one they say the scooby gang but they don't start referencing themselves as a scooby gang until season two Love it. Love it. So, and I remember last episode when we were talking and there was, there was something I was going to say. And then I was like, wait a minute, that's next episode. Oh, this was it. It was about the Scooby shirt. Nice. Nice. Oh, well, I'm sure glad you brought it to my attention since I missed it. And I sure did want to order a Scooby shirt for myself after I saw it again. I was like, I don't have a Scooby shirt. Nice. (laughs) Scooby's cool. Yeah. Scooby is cool. I like the original Scooby. Because yes. that's what I grew up on was the original yes. Scooby. Me too. Scrappy Doo, get rid of Scrappy Doo. <laughs> Scooby's definitely the original. Yeah. One of my favorite lines from the episode is in this scene as well. Right? You know, yes. Snyder comes up and Willow and Xander are helping Buffy, and Snyder is like, You wouldn't be helping Buffy and Sheila's place, would you? <laughs> no. We're hindering. Yes, yes, that was good. (laughs) 
And wow, Buffy is really covering for Sheila. I mean, she is really helping his sister out, even though Sheila's done very little to deserve it. Well, that's Buffy. Yeah, it's true. This this is the Buffy we know and love, as opposed to last week's Buffy or last episode's Buffy. Mm, Two episodes ago, because we're on episode three. Oh, good point. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. Just goes by like a blur. It does. Okay, so that's all I have for that school scene. Mm -hmm. My next notes are from the Bronze. I was... (laughs) kind of shocked when xander like someone has to dance with the excuse me with me yeah no hint of irony whatsoever yeah after the one she was bad episode and buffy doesn't seem to have learned too much either she doesn't seem to be dancing much differently maybe not quite not quite as seductively yeah but it was it was an odd threesome it It was an odd little three people dancing together situation yes yes oh it was funny when they were practicing French and I totally knew most of the words that oh, she really? was saying. I couldn't have put together the whole sentence, but I knew it was cow <laughs> and I knew that was the day of the week, but I didn't have all the articles together. But when Spike came in, I wrote myself a note. Spike arrives on the scene. I bet he knows French. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I thought you were maybe going to ask me the name of the band Uh, because they did have the name of the band on a little sign behind mm -hmm. the band. Well, I probably would have asked you what album were they promoting? (laughs) Oh, no, that I couldn't have done. (laughs) I guess it's a real band. I mean, I thought the band sounded a little familiar, but when I looked them up... And it was nickel, not nickel back. I was like, mm-hmm. no, no, I don't, I don't know this band. Yeah. But I guess they're a real band. Yeah, I believe you're correct. I'd never heard of them outside of Buffy either. So so anyways, that spike, he's a rascal. He is a rascal. Setting Buffy uh, up. And setting his rival up. Mm-hmm. Let Buffy take care of uh that other vampire. And we we briefly get a person of color who is quickly attempted bitten and run off stage. (laughs) Yeah. And that was the only person of color that I really noticed in this episode. Yes. But so the vamp she kills at the bronze is the one that was at the crucifixion, right? Supposedly. That's what I thought. That's why I called him his rival. Yeah. I think you're right about that. I think so. Because I don't think we see him again. Yeah. We see somebody else and a bunch of other mm-hmm. vampires, but not mm-hmm. that guy. I thought the little kind of in, like, you know, she's outside fighting the vampire and she's like, steak, I need a steak. And yes, yes, I yes. Pulls that part, right. When he runs in and he's fumbling around in her purse and pulls out a tampon. I'm like, this isn't really necessary. But do you know what he pulled out first? No. Her yo-yo. Really? It, it went <laughs> yo-yo tampon that he kind of freaked out and through to the side stake <laughs> so she carries her yo-yo around with her yes so i did think that was funny i did kind of find it a little funny that yeah. first he pulls out the yo-yo and he's like okay it's not this then he pulls out the tampon has a double take and then he gets the stake well, and i was I like buffy you gotta have one attached to your thigh <laughs> you gotta you should you gotta jennifer garner this baby <laughs> we did talk last season that she needed a little thigh 
holster for her stakes. Yeah, 100%. But still, to me, an unnecessary filler scene. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, she needs to keep a stake on her person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I said she just did Spike a favor, getting rid of his competition. Yeah. Clever Spike. Of course, we have to know when Spike announces he's going to kill her on Saturday. Yes. He's not really going to (laughs) wait. Yeah. So Sheila really is into Cadillacs. Were Cadillacs big for 16-year-olds in the 90s? (laughs) I really don't think so. I don't think so either. I was like, she's kind of a classic car kind of girl. Yeah. I mean, I was even thinking Cadillacs weren't even big when I was in high school. (laughs) Yeah. They're always associated with rich old people. Yeah. Having anyway. My friend Blonda had a convertible caddy, which was quite fun in the 80s. Well, what's hysterical (laughs) is my grandpa. I'm sorry, what? My grandpa had one. Oh, okay. That he would actually use as like a farm vehicle, if you could believe it. (laughs) I am never surprised at what people who own farms use as farm vehicles. Well, there you go. There you go. (laughs) I love that. Did he carry around a lot of dogs in it? (laughs) No. You know, my grandpa was a dog guy, but my grandma was not. Oh. And my grandparents didn't live on the farm. They lived in the city. And so my grandpa would go do stuff on the farm, but, you know, it was not where they were living. Got it. Which also my grandma might have had something to do with. <laughs> Maybe my grandma had something to do with the caddy. <laughs> Could be. Sounds like maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Angel knows Spike. Mm. Oh, yes. Yes, he okay. does. And loved. Okay. You might have more about this scene than I do. Because I'm jumping right to the end where <laughs> where Xander says, okay, that's it. I'm putting a collar with a little bell on that guy. Yeah, that and is really funny. I thought it was perfect. And in fact, you can see, I rewound it. You can see Angel turning around to make his exit sort of behind the scenes. So he, you can see when he's leaving. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I never noticed that. Well, it's subtle. It's Boreans does a great job with it. I mean, you know, and he's wearing black. Yeah. He's back to his regular outfits. Thank you. Yes. Finally got rid of the the, the khaki windbreaker. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do like when Willow is trying to calculate how many dates (laughs) Angel could have had. And Buffy's looking at her like, Willow, what the heck? Yes. And she's like, why do they call it a cudgel? (laughs) A mace. A mace mace yes sorry why do they call it a mace i just thought that was kind of cute a cute little exchange yeah agreed Mm -hmm. hey in the next scene did you catch the name of drusilla's doll her main doll the doll that gets in trouble no i know what you're referring to Hmm. but i don't have the name i almost made that my trivia question i was like oh she would have caught that she would have written that down oh what is it miss edith oh gosh nope Nope, I did not write it down. In fact, I almost missed Sheila hanging on the wall. When they went, (laughs) you know, she talks to the doll and sort of turns it around. And then they walk right by Sheila, Uh right? And I'm like, was that Sheila hanging on the wall? 
<laughs> and then I rewound it and I was like, yes. Well, and then that I said, I think it's Sheila. Yeah. I, I wasn't actually positive if it was Sheila. I couldn't, mm-hmm. you know, she was, her mouth was bound and everything. And then when Drusilla goes in to bite her, it seriously looks like she's going for her cheek, not her neck. Oh. But anyway, must be oh. her neck. And oh. then, and then I, I finally knew for sure it was Sheila when we see she's a vampire later. Yeah. But I wasn't positive until then. I was just having a hard huh. time recognizing her. Huh. Yeah. I say, is that Sheila? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they were trying to do something a little bit different with Drusilla's vamp makeup. Mm. She's much smoother mm-hmm. than any other vampire that's in this episode. And what I want meant to do, I wonder if I can find a picture online. Of you know when Buffy's a vampire, yeah, that's a vampire. Now I have to check because I was like, did they make Buffy look that smooth, or is it just Drusilla? Which of course then makes me wonder why are they making Drusilla look like a the beauty queen of vampires? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Basically, because they sure didn't give Darla that treatment. No, that's for sure. I guess it's going to take me a little longer to try to find that picture. I might have to go back to the episode okay. itself because it's okay. not coming up right away. So I don't know if they're, and you know why they went that way as a way to differentiate Drusilla from everybody, else, all the other vamps. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe just that she's crazy as a loon and it makes her look yeah. different. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't say crazy as a loon. That's not very sensitive of me. She's got her doll collection. <laughs> and proving once all, again dolls are creepy that dolls are creepy whether they can talk or not mm-hmm. but teddy bear but stuffed animals are wonderful <laughs> did she have one no but oh, I okay do. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever how much of supernatural have you watched not much oh um, then you won't there they have a teddy bear episode that's pretty funny is it creepy no it's the just teddy bear funny. No, 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 it's just funny. Good. Somehow, like people can make wishes and wishes come true. And this little girl wishes for her teddy bear to be real so she can have tea parties. But somehow the teddy bear, I mean, all the wishes go wrong somehow, right? And so this teddy bear is just like full of angst and he's watching just new, like CNN news 24 hours a day. He's like, why? (laughs) Oh, Teddy bear shouldn't get exposed to that. Yeah, it was. It's really funny. I love that episode. But that's neither here nor there. But when you mentioned stuff, Dan, and I just saw this that episode last week. So, oh my gosh, so fresh in your mind, fresh in my mind. Okay, so we're back to the gang, including Mm -hmm. Cordelia helping for a few minutes, which I thought was nice. Yes, portent of things to come. Nice. Cordelia's getting in with the gang. Love it. Mm -hmm. And thought it was very funny that Buffy was using a machete to cut the vegetables. Seemed like overkill. She didn't seem as good doing that with the machete as she would be just like using it to lop off a vampire's head. I agree. And yet those two pieces of pepper that Xander and Cordelia tried to steal were perfectly cut. (laughs) Though it looked like she was really butchering that cucumber. Yes. Yes. I remember thinking that, not the first time I saw it, but after I had gone and worked in Guatemala, uh-huh. the, uh, 
the guys or the men use their machetes on Sunday mornings to mow the grass. Oh, yeah. And those guys could get that grass. And my dad would have loved it because he was such a fanatic about his lawn. Oh, yeah. It was nice and even. And they did it with a machete. And that's I was like, very could take some lessons from them. Yeah, that's some skill. Great line here. Does anybody remember when Saturday night meant date night? You sure don't. That's a good line. Yes. Weren't we going to do a, some watch about Xander and Cordelia snarks? Oh, yes. But this one was Cordelia burning Xander. I think right. maybe we were watching Xander bur- burning Cordelia, but Cordelia's I'm- already struck first blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should do that for both of them. We'll forget. I like it. Okay. We'll okay. But we'll, we'll just say right now they're tied one at one each. <laughs> so we learned that Spike is William the Bloody, and he's yeah. barely 200 years old. Mm-hmm. And that he's defeated a couple of slayers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is trouble. This is yes. this is big trouble in River City. <laughs> what will our heroine do? Oh, my gosh. Snyder again. Oh, Buffy did all this work. No Sheila to be seen. Just, oh. Snyder bothered me this episode. Oh and gosh. I definitely have something I don't want to forget. When we come to the end, I have something to say about Snyder. I think okay. I'll remember. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He looks, you know, when they, they show Joyce and she's like, the car now. Uh-huh. And then they cut to Buffy and you can see Snyder in the background. And he looks so smug. And you just want to wipe that smug look off his face. Yeah, the cat that got the cream. And Jeez. while people are sitting still enjoying this event, and he's like lights out back there. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's like it's not a bar, Snyder. Just tell people it's time to go instead of trying to turn the lights off to get him out of there. But I guess this makes it slightly more believable. I mean, I I did like that Joyce was like, what was wrong with their faces? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, the, the the jig is up here, people. Mm-hmm. How, you know, the cat is out of the bag about the vampires at this point. Yeah, you'd think. But everybody seems, except for the one guy that gets yeah. neck snapped. Exactly. Um, another person of color, of course. Yep. Um, Next snapped guy and the guy who tries to make it out of the window. Yeah. There's two people. And one yeah. of them is right in front of Snyder when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. I was like PCP, LOL. So that's the cover story here. Mm-hmm. But again, you still have to kind of wonder about Sunnydale residents. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dimmer, dimmer and dimmer. And I really, it was tough for me to buy that Xander actually had to go find Angel. I felt like, I, I felt like Angel for sure would be skulking around somewhere. Because <laughs> <laughs> Buffy's in the vicinity. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It it doesn't seem like it takes him too long. No. So, so maybe, maybe he, he was, was skulking nearby. Yeah. I didn't think that Angel looked too evil. Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to play evil. No, no, he didn't. But I absolutely loved when he said he was playing all, you know, tortured or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and Spike says, people fall for that Anne Rice routine. <laughs> what yes. a world. Yes. I loved, I loved that he brought Anne Rice. Yes. Case. It would have been 
I don't want to use the word sacrilegious, but it almost seems like it is, right? How can you do a vampire show and never mention Anne Rice? Without a nod, yeah. 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 Yeah, and this was this was right about the time that I encountered Anne Rice. That would have been, I first learned about Anne Rice in 92. Hmm. I'm trying to remember so. when I read my first Anne Rice novel. Well, I don't even know when the first one was published. Yeah, I don't know when it was published. I just know when I read it. I think, yeah, I don't know. No recollection yeah. at all. But I'm pretty sure the first one I read was The Vampire Lestat. Mm-hmm. And then started doing some of her other books, like The Mayfair Witches. And... I loved that first Mayfair Witches book. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. That's really good. Okay, okay, okay. Back to the, back to Buffy. Back to Buffy. <laughs> So then we then we see Sheila and I was like, okay, then it definitely was Sheila mm-hmm. with Drusilla and they made yeah. her a vampire. Yep. Did you see when I don't know exactly what happened, but there was a poster of an amputee and then like a knife cut right or maybe it was the axe cut right where the cut was, right where the leg was not you know you know what what i'm talking about uh i'm assuming it's you know the adults are locked in that lab room yes uh, yeah yeah yeah. i didn't notice that but now i want to go back and check it out yeah it was it was kind of wild i was like oh wonder what this poster is oh right where Mm -hmm. the leg is cut off anyway interesting And once again we find out how sturdy the drop ceilings are in Sunnydale oh High. Gosh. I mean, what does what does Buffo Buffo <laughs> You got me. What does Buffy weigh? Like 10 pounds? I don't know. Would she like a cat up there? And she only crashes through when she wants to. Exactly. <laughs> At least in this episode. I guess she did fall through and out of mind, out of sight. She does right. crash through without I don't think that was her choice, but I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I'm like one of my favorite shots in this episode is like when during the whole fights with the vampire thing and uh, she goes to kill the vampire that's got the axe that's trying to break through. Mm-hmm. Right. And she comes crashing through the ceiling, although the vampire just around the corner of the, in the hallway doesn't hear anything. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. But I do like you know when they just show her hand come up in the air with the stake and it's like <clears throat> yeah i thought that was a great shot nice mm-hmm. i like it i did have a question to myself here i was like how does spike stick around after this it's like how is what is some kind of detente get reached because so he gets foiled in this attempt but i'm just going to be interested to see how this Mm-hmm. continues how spike who is not stuck in the underground area mm-hmm. is going to leave buffy alone for periods of time mm. yeah so I'm we'll not see gonna say anything yeah yeah spike's stunt double had a very bad wig though oh my god that yeah. was terrible i know i noticed that too i'm like and I, my note is i was actually going to say like the wigs are getting a little better and then there's spikes mm-hmm. <laughs> stunt double and i was like no they are not I really think they need to put a little bit more of their budget towards wigs. wigs. Yes. And remember how I really like Joanna Robinson 
she does all those podcasts. Does yes, yeah, things yeah, on yeah. like House yeah, of the yeah. Dragon. She's always on wig watch with Game <laughs> of Thrones and House of the Dragon. She has serious critiques of various wigs. So you know, wigs uh-huh. having varying levels of uh-huh. believability. I'm thinking that this stunt double didn't even have a wig on, but he bleached his regular hair. <laughs> and I was like, that's really bad. It's didn't go really well. Really bad. So I'll give Joyce props for attacking <laughs> Spike. But a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. One, how the spike just how the how the axe just kind of bounced off Spike's head without doing any damage. I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect it to kill him. Mm-hmm. But I would expect it to cut him. Was it was it the sharp end of the axe that he gets hit with? Oh. I don't know. I'd have okay. to look at that scene more closely. Well, that would make it much more believable. Because I was kind of <laughs> thinking it was just like the broadside of the axe. Okay. Okay. That's possible. But then two, how does that stop him? What? A human? You know, he's got the slayer here kind of incapacitated. And he just runs off because Joyce hits him? Well, yeah, I, I I think maybe what we should take from that scene is that Spike is fine on the one-on-ones. Okay. But once the odds are a little bit not in his favor. Okay. Okay. He's going to, he's going to wait until he's got better odds. Yeah. Okay. I'll buy that. That's my explanation and I'm going to stick with it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> that's true or not i don't know i'm just you know it's gonna be my head cannon. my next note is calendar likes the wild ride i know what i'm thinking there because giles says something like you're if i'll understand if you don't want to hang out with me and she like puts his puts mm-hmm. her arm around his i'm like yeah calendar likes it she likes the adventure <laughs> yeah. i just wrote down moosey is so good for giles yeah Oh, also true. Also yeah. true. Yeah. And we find out Snyder's in cahoots, right? There's more to Snyder than meets the eye. Yes. So that is what I wanted to make sure we didn't go by. Mm-hmm. And the cop, right? It seems to not only be Snyder that knows the truth isn't PCP and gangs. Mm-hmm. It seems like the cop is like, yeah. Should we go with PCP and gangs? And he's like, you think we <laughs> the truth? And the mm-hmm. cops like PCP and gangs. Yeah, you know? yeah. So definitely, and that makes it a little more surprising. I mean, if he is aware that they are vampires, I can't believe that he was going to try to sneak out the window with the other guy. Well, that's it, true. I didn't think anyway. About that. Although uh, I was like. Oh, you slimy little worm. When he's like, I tried to tell that guy not to go out the window. Real jerk. And we have some other huge knowledge laid on us that that Angel is Spike Sire. Yes. And that Xander does not know what the word Sire means. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we did have a discussion about that ourselves last week. Well, we did, but we were but we were like, can a woman be a sire? true we did know the basic definition we really did i'm <laughs> it was really a question of would the, would there be a different word when if it was, it was a woman? female yeah 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 i i adamantly protest that we are smarter <laughs> than xander 
<laughs> Some days. <laughs> Nearly all days. Nearly all days. <laughs> and Joyce made the grammatical mis- grammatical, I can't even say the word, mistake that drives me a little nuts and said, I could care less. If you could care less, Joyce, then you could care less. It is, I could not care less, indicating oh. you literally could not care less. Oh, and now I'm like, I oh, I think I might make that mistake a lot. Oh, I think I might mention it to you if you did. I don't think you do. <laughs> okay. I don't think I wouldn't say it as jerkily as I'm saying it about Joyce, but yeah, it, huh. I could care less. What, what kind of power does that statement have? Could you? I thought you're trying to tell me you can't, you don't care very much. I thought I'm you were trying here to going, tell me. Uh. <laughs> I thought you were trying to tell me that it was not possible for you to care less. But if you say I could care less, hmm. you're not, you're not telling me that. Hmm. <laughs> Joyce. <laughs> right over my head, right over my head. Well, it's a little pet peeve of mine. I just, I'm pretty sure I say it. I just have clearly not said it around you or you were quiet about it. Hmm. <laughs> You would be keep polite. an eye out, but I'd, I'd think you'd want to know. I think you'd want to know. Well, now you do. <laughs> like tangential. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Okay. Sounds, sounds good. Okay. But yeah, kudos to Spike for getting rid of the annoying one. I'm so Oh my gosh. Crazy. You know, I had to rewind it. Because I didn't understand what happened. I was like, okay, so we put him in a box and hoisted him up. I hear kind of a shriek. And then he comes back down and he's gone. I was like, did he hit wood up there? And then when I watched it the second time, I realized it was the light coming in. And -hmm. then I was like, I can't believe this vampire lair isn't light proofed. They (laughs) should have gone back down to the master's lair. Where at least you knew light couldn't accidentally get in. Yeah. It was a clever way to dispatch the boy. Um, Yeah. And in a way that wasn't brutal. Brutal. Yeah. 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 I mean, he just kind of vanished with a a little, with a little. (laughs) (laughs) But I definitely have written down, how's the annoying one? (laughs) And and I, I said, Spike knows what's up. (laughs) yay spike and you know what i i said to myself what power does the anointed one really have and what i i was already disappointed in colin's role in the last season right i was like oh all he did was lead him down to the master and then i thought we were done with him and even though i found that disappointing i was like well he's gone Right. Well, they bring him back and it's sort of like, okay, so maybe now something really big's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I am similarly let down once again <laughs> <laughs> that all he did was have some groupies around him and then he got put in a box and extinguished by light. So anyway, annoying one, annoying one, creepy Colin, yeah. big disappointment. Full yeah, stuff. for sure. But I think, you know, they needed to get rid of him. Yeah. So that people weren't always going, what? The anointed one just disappears and we don't know what happens to him. Okay. But I think he's kind of like a symbol. 
for the other vamps. Mm. Something to rally around, to give them some purpose in life. Mm -hmm. More than just, hey, how many humans can I bite today? (laughs) Okay. I mean, because what is the, I mean, what's the purpose of your existence, right? As a vampire. Except to suck the blood. (laughs) I thought you were asking me what my purpose was. (laughs) No, no, no. Vampire purpose. (laughs) I was like, let me think about that. Uh... No, that's a conversation for wine on the balcony. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Like it. We got to get that set up. Mm -hmm. We're due. Yeah, it's been a week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's been a whole week, man. We got, we got, we got bottles. We've got bottles to go before we sleep. (laughs) Okay. Well, back to Buffy. That is, that's the last I had of it. I'll Mm -hmm. be very interested to see what additionally gets revealed about Snyder, because I thought that was quite a significant reveal. Mm -hmm. I liked this episode. I mean, I did not like how Buffy was treated, but I was into it. Yes. I liked that episode too. And Spike's arrival is exciting. And I guess Priscilla as well. But for now, I'm going to say Spike because he's the one that that i was excited about yeah oh yeah spike we're in in for roller coaster here nice nice okay (laughs) all right well the next episode is episode four inca mummy girl okay i have a lot of mixed feelings about this episode (laughs) i was just gonna say are you gonna have some issues with how the inca are represent i it was almost out of my mouth when you said you have some mixed emotions about this episode i'm like oh boy they might be doing doing her people wrong that she's researched and knows so much about and i'm going to be interested to see how this goes down yeah we'll get into it is it at all connected to that am i at all on the right track here oh it's an inca mummy girl yeah yeah okay yes okay all right all right some inconsistencies, perhaps some <laughs> not as bad as some like the mummy, yeah, Brendan Fraser, where I had yeah, sure. shout out in the theater. There yeah. ain't no stinking pyramids in Thebes. Okay, so it's not that extreme. Yes. Okay. Okay. So. Well, I I look I look forward to learning learning more because I'm sure it'll go over my head. <laughs> what the what they've done wrong but i will be very interested in what you observe all righty then until then bye all everyone right. thanks for listening wallowing in the shallows is created and produced by the both of us edited by mo the soundtrack for the wallowing in the shallows buffy the vampire slayer season two rewatch is Apache Rock Instrumental by Sound Atelier, available on Demendo.com. You can send us feedback at witstvpod at gmail.com. That's W-I-T-S-T-V-P-O-D at gmail.com. Subscribe. And then subscribe. And then subscribe. Subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Like and subscribe.